Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Now go ahead and ask me whatever you want to ask me, and I'll answer whatever I feel like. There you go. There he is, Jerry Reinsdorf. Yikes. So I said something. Maybe it was to Bruce. Maybe it was just me on a anti-public spending rant. I don't know what it was, but what was it that I said that you said, hmm, I don't agree with that? Okay, and again, this is just a technicality, but you said that you thought Jerry was taking bad advice, Mm -hmm. and I got to be honest with you, I don't think Jerry accepts any advice. I think Jerry is doing (laughs) what Jerry does, and I don't think Jerry has anyone that's whispering in his ear, go hire Tony La Russa. That would be a plausible explanation for all that's gone wrong since that point. I think Jerry operates as Jerry wishes to operate. A smug. And I and I, I don't I'm it's not pretty smug. Well I'm not I don't mean it as a criticism. I just don't think he's getting any advice. I, I mean honestly, I think that well, it's the not whole LaRusa thing and then the defense of that and then still hanging around with him and all this stuff. And then everything he's done going down do you think someone told him, Jerry, you gotta go to Springfield and let everyone know what's going on. I think Jerry operates kind of on his own in his own know. little island. I don't know that he I, I has advisors. I think everybody's got an inner circle, don't they? Especially somebody with his his reach and clout and power. I believe that as the chairman of two pro sports organizations in town, his infrastructure with the Bulls seems a lot more polished and in, in functioning at a at a higher level and more smoothly. Than because the he's one with, with the White Sox, he's withdrawn himself from it. He's extricated himself from the process, so it works yes. much better. Right? What should that tell you then? His son is there, and then yeah. AK, and he's got they have an Michael established hierarchy. They've got a president, a GM, and they got they got nothing but Chris Getz that I can see. Do they have like a hierarchy at the White Sox? No, they don't. I mean, they Scott, have people that work. Scott Ryford is in charge of uh, communications, sure. and he's the longtime ally of Jerry Reinsdorf, and I think that. When you look at how the White Sox operate and we look at how the Bulls operate, uh, again, this is a very difficult statement to make in light of 
uh, the Ring of Honor ceremony that did not go well and was not well sure. executed. But I do think that, generally speaking... They should have run it this weekend. <laughs> they should have. <laughs> generally speaking, the Bulls run smoother than the White Sox. I think, generally speaking, there are a lot of professional sports organizations in town and elsewhere that run smoother than the White Sox. It's an interesting thing you bring up, though. At the point where somebody feels like they are, they are above getting advice or seeking advice or needing it, that's when, you know, what you don't know can hurt you, really. And, and what Jerry Reinsdorf doesn't know about this process or seems very naive for somebody of his stature, somebody who's accomplished what he has, what, what has he ever learned about messaging? Nothing. You know, even, it's so clumsy. Even in this Crane story, as he simply explains to you why they have to move to the downtown site. I, I mean, honestly, I read it and I think, you know, he's probably right. Yeah, they should move downtown, no doubt about it. I still wouldn't give him two, you know, nickels to help in that process. Do it yourself. Do it yourself. Establish that. It would be your legacy. Or at least make it clearer what you're willing to invest yourself to this point, what we've been talking about this story for several days, almost a week tomorrow. Do you know yet? Is there any clarity about how much well financial I mean, capital that the Jerry Reinsdorf or his investors will commit to this? Is that been clear? Has that been made uh, it, it, reported? It, what What's been reported, and this is Jerry talking to Cranes, is that the project itself to move the team to the to the uh, South Loop South Loop yep. to build up the hotel and the areas around there, that's a $4 billion project. And Jerry's looking for a billion to, to kind of smooth the way. So that would indicate that he and, and his partners, including the 78 owners, would be willing to put up $3 billion uh, out of the $4 Just billion. not for the ballpark. No, no, the ballpark's like one point eight million or whatever it so is. So Jerry and his investors are willing to spend on the infrastructure and the amenities and the entertainment district around the ballpark, but the ballpark itself will be financed with public money. It sounds like it. But that sounds it? like the plan. Yes, that does sound like it. Yeah, well, this is Mayor Johnson, Mayor Brandon Johnson, who weighed in finally yes. on yesterday. Quote, I'm grateful that both organizations, speaking of the Bears and the Sox, are committed to having these conversations. As far as financing these projects, both organizations know that they have to put some skin in the game. They've expressed a commitment yep. to do that. Mayor Johnson sounds like he's open to it. Let me tell you something. But he does he continue, also, Molly. I don't know about that. Okay, and, quote, okay. as far as public dollars, we haven't gotten into any of those specifics. Yeah. But I will say that we're going to explore all options, but we have to make sure that we're doing right by the people of Chicago. Well, look at Look, you know, the mayor, his budget, they're talking about, you know, they got to borrow money in order to be able to pay off everything, right? I mean, that's part of what mm -hmm. the part of what the budget is is going further in debt. You know, the governor is he revealed his budget the other day and and you look at everything that is happening in Chicago and with the migrant crisis, everything that is going on, that's tons of money. I don't know how much. I don't know where this surplus of funds. Oh well, the TIF funds. Oh well, you know we need to get into it, it, that it, it, Isha stuff. 
I mean, I understand what they want, and we should take taxes. You know, I'll tell you something else. I read a story in the Tribune uh, about gambling in Chicago. Did you see that stuff? Did you see the numbers on gambling and the amount of uh, of money that was made from people investing in that? Um, you know, I guess just tax more of the gambling, right? 43%. It said that... Um, uh, they that they are forty three percent a year over uh, year tax or excuse me gambling increase. Wow, forty three percent It's extraordinary well, how much people money people keep spending money so, and finding money to gamble. Yeah, so you want to move the gambling tax to like thirty five percent from fifteen percent, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I mean, this is what we're talking you about, can rate right? The kind of revenue that way. No, it's a good point. Whether it's locally in Chicago or statewide, with where's the it governor. coming from? You, we heard from Governor Pritzker on Wednesday, the State of the State Address, and you know he talks about the budget and the proposals and the pushback, and he's talking about things that are more important in the everyday lives of Illinois residents, pensions and migrants. Thank you. You know, police and, and education, you know, kind of thing, the kinds of things that, that improve the quality of life, that are government issues that should be addressed, and I think... I think resources that should be committed to those types of things rather than, oh, by the way, a billion dollars for a ballpark. Well, you see, here's the thing. Now, and this is the bottom line. Do you believe that Jerry Reinsdorf is trying to create a legacy where the White Sox will be here for 30 years thanks to what he's managed to do by moving the team into a new downtown stadium? Or do you think Jerry is going to make one last splash before he's done with the White Sox? I don't have much confidence in Jerry Reinsdorf making one last splash. I, I just don't think. No, that, I mean money in his pocket. I, well, I mean I, splash for himself. I don't think he's going to be successful. Maybe I think, this is what is he's doing. Is Jerry looking for. to earn more money it, for it's, himself it's, and his investors? Then, then he is getting no advice, or he's getting bad advice, yes. or he's not getting uh, the counsel that he def- definitely, desperately needs. But, you know, as we have said a thousand times, you know, South Loop Ballpark, this sounds great. The renderings, good God! Let's oh, let's all imagine walking along there, and how much? He, let me flag down a water taxi. I'll just jump from here, sir. Pull underneath. Um, Traffic that'll get you there by the third inning. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what it's going to be. I mean, it's it's a, so it could be. It's got to be a lot oh, of planning here, but yeah, it just—it's unfortunate because what happens in it, the the message. Messaging is clumsy. The optics are bad. And I just think when you show up the way he showed up and you're as dismissive of the legitimate questions that really have yet to be addressed, and you pick your own media outlet to try to send a message and manipulate the process, it's just a bad look all around for the White Sox organization and Jerry Reinsdorf specifically. 312-644-6767. Meanwhile, your team's going to play fast. F A S T. Tom's in Valpo. Hey, Tom. Hey, guys. Long time listener. Um, wanted to talk about the franchises in Chicago, mm. specifically the White Sox, the Bulls, and the Bears. Um, you know, the North Side people woke up and, and sold the team, and Ricketts bought it, and I knew right then that things were going to change for the Cubs, and lo and behold, Seven years later, we got a title. Mm-hmm. I think the franchises should be sold. 
Reinsdorf owns the Sox and the Bulls, am I correct? Yes. Okay. I'm not a Sox fan. I was a Bulls fan in the 90s, kind of closet fan the rest of the time. But I think if you really want to make a change and stop hiring all these bargain basement coordinators and coaches, you're going to get better than bargain basement results. And that's really all I wanted to say. I'll hang up and listen to you guys talk. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate it. Yeah, I, I are the are the Bears doing that? Is that bargain basement stuff? I don't know. I, I don't think the Bears. I, I, I don't know. That's something they are but, are but, really trying hard to outgrow. It's a it's a label that has been affixed to the them White for Sox? years and generations. White Sox. I'll say this: I don't think the Bears are doing that. They're trying to make a, a deal to own a stadium so they can make money. I don't yes. fault them for that. No. It's the NFL, no. and that's what every franchise does that is doing it right. Mm-hmm. I think if you want to look at the the, the White Sox, it, frankly, they do look cheap. The last few days, they look cheap in the way they showed up in Springfield. They look cheap in the way that they're uh, going hat in hand to ask for a billion dollars in subsidies. They look cheap in the way that um, they are f- formulating a public relations campaign that looks second rate, guaranteed rate to second rate. This is the White Sox PR plan. It's not good. <laughs> Yeah, it's tough, man. I mean, it's hard. It's, I, I you know, I, I think you'd be really hard pressed to find somebody that is going to, you know, and I'm talking about like in the legislature, you know, find a politician that wants to carry water for what Jerry's looking for. I don't think you're going to find I, one. It's going to be hard, man. I mean, you, you had people, uh, okay, this is not political, but you had politicians yesterday reacting to Governor Pritzker wanting to commit so many resources to the migrants. And you had people coming out yeah. against yeah, I know. investing in the migrants. You think you're not going to f- – who are you going to find to support a billion-dollar publicly supported baseball stadium? <laughs> Who's the fool that's going to be waving that flag? Yet to be elected. <laughs> Pat, Pat is listening on the Odyssey oh, app. God. Hey, Pat. Hello. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Pat. Hey, earlier, did, did that Andre say the Bears needed 17 players or he did 17 mock drafts? No, he, he, he does mock drafts, mock drafts every day. He ended up with 17 players out of the draft. Oh, I thought he said he needed, did 17 mock drafts a day. No, no. Impressed. One mock draft a day, and he got 17 players with whatever moves he was making. All right, well, listening's a skill on my part. So, you know, I uh, – I, I do think you can make the case that they could use a dozen players, but you know, one thing I haven't heard kicked around and I think, I think it's an opportunity that, which the polls hasn't done much of, which is probably good for the most part, but there's a couple contracts, sweats and, and, uh, Edmonds that he could restructure this year and very simple restructures and free up, you know, another 25 million in cap space this year. Yeah, but they, they but don't they, need they, it. They, got they cap don't space. need it. You know, the cap's going up. They've got great cap space. And they've got like, they're already like 67 million below and the you, cap. You just said it. We didn't talk about it. The cap's going up significantly. Exactly. <laughs> like, they're going to have to spend money because they've got to make sure they can meet the they minimums. they got to get to the, the floor. Cap. That's right. They, they are not going to be short of. Of, of room on the salary cap to afford whatever they want to afford in free they agency. Can, they can do whatever they want football-wise. Their cap's in great shape, and they've got a bunch of picks, and that it, is, that's cheap labor. You know, when you're talking about it, you get two top ten picks. It's not 
you know, there's a structure to these contracts, but it's not overwhelming. It's not beyond the pale. It, it restarts the clock on the quarterback. You're you're in great shape. The Bears are in great shape. NFL teams are going from $225 million under the cap in 2023 to 250 yeah. in 2024. A lot of cabbage. Let's try Chip. He's uh, he's talking to Mullion Hall. Hey, Chip. Hey, guys. I just uh, always get a laugh out of listening to Reinsdorf, you know, talking about uh, needing to compete. We have to do these things to compete. Well, I look and I see places like Tampa. Mm. The Rays seem to do very well. I mean, you're in the third major market, which means that everybody below you is is a poor franchise, so to speak. And yet somehow they find ways to compete. In the NBA, you look at it, Denver. That's a much smaller market than Chicago. They seem they, yep. if I'm not mistaken, have an NBA title. Yes, they I see do. Minnesota, Oklahoma City doing very well right now. Yes, he, his arguments don't hold water. And I have to admit too, I think when I listen to Bruce kind of defending a lot of what he's saying, I agree that moving to the uh, 78 would be a good move. Yes, but for the reasons stated. It doesn't hold any water whatsoever, and I don't see them really calling him out on such things as that. I mean, if Tampa is going to be successful, Texas, the Rangers just, I know they spent like drunken sailors, but they won a World Series. Yes, yep. they did. You can't use that argument anymore. I think that's a good point because the Tampas of the world, the Diamondbacks of the world, the teams that don't have great payrolls right. and win anyway destroy the argument that you need a – new stadium and a steady flow of income to to win in Major League Baseball, as well as the fact that, again, it goes back to show me you're investing in your own team to the degree that is is to be competitive and will understand your argument a little bit better. I don't want to pick on Chris Getz. That's not what, I, what I'm trying to do here. But you look at Jerry, and so you get rid of, of Kenny and you get rid of, uh, of Rick Hahn. And then you promote a guy whose job was to increase uh, player production. The guy's job was to get your young players up and running and ready. You know, Project Birmingham. You promote him to general manager. I, I and I and I'm not. I don't know how he'll be as a general manager. I hope the two guys he hired. The, the baseball guys in terms of, you know, position guy and the and banister, the pitching guy, I hope they are good because you're going to need to develop players that you didn't really do when you were in charge of developing the players. So now you make him your general manager and you wonder, did he earn that job? Is he good or was he available and are you used to him? Was he in your kind of line of sight? No, he was, was in your that- price range. Well, and and that's another. He thing. was in your price range. That's, a, that's another issue. And I like Chris Getz. I, I know but he you was do. in your price range. Okay, but so what does that mean for the development of the players that you didn't develop previously? And now we're talking about well, you know, they traded guys, so they got better players coming in. Do they? I, I I'm going to be really curious. They got just just when you look at their lineup, we don't talk about the Sox much, but when you look at their lineup, they got four new players. They got a new shortstop, a new second baseman, a new right fielder, and a new catcher. Those are going to be the four new players. And then you look at the guys that are left over. What happens with them? How good are they going to be? You got one player in Luis Robert. 
I, I, I know Andrew Benatendi said he had the best offseason of his life. I know that Eloy thinks he's going to hit 75, 104 home runs. I know that uh, Yoan Mankata is finally healthy and ready to go. We have seen these players, Andrew Vaughn. We know who they are, and the four guys you added, are you adding anything? I don't even know who the right fielder is. I'm and I, I apologize. I know his name, <laughs> but I couldn't pick him out of a lineup. Well, he needs to stand up a little taller. He'd be the shorter guy in the lineup. He's five foot six, right? And then, didn't you tell me that? You told me that. Okay, one of us said. So it. you must know something about him. Apparently, one of us has been looking them up. Let's talk hockey. We're going to talk hockey with Eddie O next. Mully and Ho on the score. Your fever is high, and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Yeah, I mean, since the day, you know, that night that Pearl Jam announced it, uh, all kinds of stuff swirling through my head. Excited, you know, emotional, um, disbelief, everything, every word you could throw in there. But uh, the light's at the end of the tunnel now. Uh, it's been a lot of work, you know, mostly by the Blackhawks staff, getting everybody organized and making sure that, you know, I get everybody included that obviously had a role or played some type of role in me ending up on that podium, you know, getting my jersey retired. So it's going to be a great weekend. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. We had a chance to talk to Chris Chelios yesterday about the big weekend, and now we are delighted to welcome in our favorite uh, hockey analyst ever, now joining us on the Circus Sports Illinois Hotline is Eddie Olchek. Download the Circus Sports app today. Eddie, good morning. How are you, buddy? Hey, hey Molly, David. Nice to be with you guys. Hope you're doing well, and thanks for having me. Well, we love talking to you, and I think that um, when we think of Chicago guys made good, uh, we think of, of Chelly going into getting his number retired yeah. and how cool that is. And obviously, Eddie, you know, as a local guy made good, how uh, – how that feels to have the local crowd on your side. And, uh, and you've been on both sides of it, and we know Chelly certainly has. What, uh, what's your take on him getting his number retired? Well, I mean, it's just, uh, I mean, it's just, it's just awesome. I mean, it's just uh, a guy that, 
really help open up the door for players like myself and, you know, future, you know, aspiring hockey players, whether it's, you know, playing college hockey or pro hockey or whatever it might be, but, you know, to be able to play as long as he did and win the awards he did and, you know, win the Stanley Cups like he did. Uh, look at, he's the, uh, you know, he's the uh, you know, greatest American-born defenseman ever to play in the National Hockey League. And, you know, for the years he played with the Blackhawks and what have you, I mean, it's just uh, uh, just an incredible honor and just the longevity, like I said, and just, you know, being able to play any way, any style that, uh, you know, that you would want. And uh, um, it's something that, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm happy for him and Tracy and his family. And uh, I'm just really excited to uh, to see how it all plays out. And uh, guys, give me 30 seconds, okay? I'm going across the border and I need to talk to the customs agent. Hold on <laughs> one second. All right, Eddie, no how problem. How awesome is that? That is fine. He's on the job, crossing into customs, coming from where to the Kraken. He, he did the game last night, right? Didn't he do the yeah, it was Edmonton. the late game? Edmonton. Yeah. Okay. So he's coming back. He's and coming back from Edmonton. And has takes time for us. And hearing Eddie Olchek talk about Chris Chelios, are there any two guys that represent the city of Chicago to the game of hockey any better than them? No. No. And, hey and guys, that, I'm back. There right. he is. And and Eddie. I'm in. Oh, you're in. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome back. You're home. Eddie, you know, we were just talking about you and Shelly, and obviously yeah. you put it very well and eloquently. Just curious, when you think of him as a player, what kind of experiences did you have playing with him, against him, and, and what yeah. come to mind? Yeah. Well, look, I mean, that's first off. I mean, growing up on the south side like I did, I mean, I knew who Chris Chelios was. And, you know, and then his story of leaving home and going to Canada and, you know, being cut from a junior team and then, you know, his family, you know, uh, you know, going back out to California and then getting another opportunity to go and uh, makes the team. And then, you know, the next thing you know, he's at Wisconsin and he becomes the number one draft pick. And in 1983 was the first time, like, we really crossed paths um, because we both were trying out for the U.S. Olympic hockey team. In uh, in August of or sorry, in, sorry, in the summer of '83, and you know that's when Shelly and I were able to play together and, and play on Team USA in '84 in Sarajevo. Hard to believe that's 40 years ago, but you know, and then him going to Montreal right after the Olympics. Some you know, 16 or no more than that. 18 years later, 16 years later, we're playing together for the Blackhawks and, uh, you know, two Chicago guys playing in their hometown. But look, at it's way better to play with Chris Chelios than it was to play against him because he would, you know, Paul Bunyan, Paul Bunyan would have been proud of him. I mean, it's Shelly. I mean, you talk about a competitor and do whatever it took. It didn't matter if he knew you, he didn't like you, you know, he loved you. He was the same way. I mean, I like, like I said, it just is, is, is fierce as a guy, as tough as a guy. Um, and like I said, being his teammate as a young, you know, as a young Chicago guy, you know, I mean, I, I still look up to him, but I looked up to him as a 17 year old playing on the Olympic team and him and Shelly being you know, like 20, 21 at that time, whatever it was. And then all those fat years later and uh, him playing as long as he did, so just the utmost respect. And, but look, you can play any way you wanted guys. I mean, you guys know this. I mean, if, if you wanted to play a, you know, a, a skilled game, 
you know, Chelly could do it. Uh, if you wanted to play a checking game, he could do that. And if you wanted to rough it up and, 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 and uh, you know, and take limbs and names and uh, talk about it after, he would do that too. And, uh, but that's, you know, that, I think that's what separated him from a lot of players. And, uh, you know, I just, uh, I'm straight, like I said, I'm just extremely happy for him and for, for Tracy and the entire family and all his, you know, his, his fans, his family and, uh, just looking forward to uh, you know seeing that great night Sunday at the UC. Yeah, and and you know apparently Michael Jordan's coming. Apparently Wayne Gretzky's mm-hmm. coming. He's got you know it's, it's his uh, his Rolodex, his friends like you about Limitless, right? <laughs> everybody everybody mm-hmm. loves the guy. Everybody knows the guy, and he's been around forever. You lose Eddie. Cross through customs, I lost cell service. I think it was my dumb comment without a real question there. That, uh, that no, I just think you lost him. It's tough uh, crossing and traveling. And I think what you described on uh, on Sunday, we'll get back to Eddie. Hopefully we can reconnect because I wonder, Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky, Eddie Olchek, will he be able to make it? Is Eddie going to be able to make the trip? I don't know. Eddie, you back? He's not back yet. Um, I, Dustin's trying to reach him. I, I think that uh, it's it's so strange that the night that is his banner is going up and and, and uh, you know the jersey is being uh, risen. I think it's the same. When okay, I like the way Eddie put it: best defenseman, American defenseman ever. And now we got maybe the best American player yes. ever. Coming back to town and first Patrick thing I Kane. thought, yeah. isn't that something? I thought that first the same thing. You're going to be celebrating before the game, during the game, two of the greatest American-born hockey players ever, yeah. Chris Chelios and Patrick Kane. And certainly, Patrick Kane is there to win a game for the Red Wings. But it, he had an interview with Scott Powers in the Athletic, which is really tremendous. It was excellent, and said a lot of things that uh, took us all back a little bit. Patrick Kane, three cups. Uh, with the Blackhawks and certainly a career that unparalleled. And so that as we welcome Eddie Olchek back, Eddie, Kaner coming back Sunday is a big deal too. There's a lot of emotion that's going to be flowing on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, uh, look, there are a lot of chapters still to be written. And obviously, you know, you never know what happens down the road. But uh, to me, Patrick Kane is the, the greatest. Uh, greatest player ever to play for the Chicago Blackhawks, and to to watch him in a different uniform, in particular a Red Wing uniform, it just it doesn't, you know, it just doesn't look right to me. But look at at the end of the day, as long as Kaner's happy for me and our relationship, that's all that really matters. But you look at the accomplishments and the cups and the awards, and you know, the, the on the ice and the off the ice and what have you, and look at. I, I, I lived it as a fan, as a kid. I played, you know, I was lucky enough and honored to play there with the Hawks a couple of different times. You know, five years of my 16 years, and obviously broadcasting for, you know, 16 years. Um, and there's been some look at. There's been some unbelievable players and and done so much and connected with the National Hockey League. But I, I just think that when you just look at the totality uh, and all the great players, I just think that. Kaner was able to separate himself from, from, from a lot of other guys. And the winning to me is the ultimate, right? When you win three Stanley Cups, to me, that's kind of a, 
you know, that's kind of, uh, you know, the, the so-called deal, uh, the deal maker for me, but yeah, it's going to be an emotional night. There's no doubt. Um, and, and I know that Blackhawk fans will, uh, will blow the United center roof off when I'm sure there will be some sort of a tribute for Kaner and, uh, and walking him back. But as I know, Blackhawk fans, uh, and Chicago fans in general, uh, those will quickly go the other way if Kaner gets a goal or an assist, and, and, and the celebration will be uh, probably, uh, you know, probably limited when, when it comes to uh, watching the game and cheering in the game. He he said that had they offered him a chance to be a Blackhawk for life, had they come to him with a contract and said, "We want you here until your career is over," he said he very well might have signed it because he felt such emotion about sure. playing in Chicago. Was that an error? Should they have done that? I mean, it's hard to watch him go as a Red Wing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I look at. I, I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not sure on how that all was handled, and and you know, you take it for 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 what it's worth, uh, Molly. But you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, we've seen in all sports, we've seen uh, some of the greatest players in in in, in the league. In, in, in sports and particular franchises where they end up putting on another hat or they end up putting, you know, putting on another sweater and, you know, look at it. It's, yeah, I think we all dream, you know, I had dreams of playing my first and all in my last game as a Blackhawk. And, you know, obviously I'm not comparing myself to any, anybody else other than, yeah, you know, what I've loved is spent my whole time at home. Yeah, absolutely. But things happen and business decisions are made and, and people make decisions and, um, so, you know, I just, like I said, all that matters for me is that we, we remember and we reflect on how awesome that he was and, and what he helped bring, you know, bring our city and, 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 and what he did as an individual and, and obviously winning the Stanley Cups. And uh, that'll always be there. Nobody could ever take that away. And, uh, like I said, I'm sure it will be. Very emotional for Kaner and, uh, you know, especially on that night with Shelly's number going up and another former Red Wing. And, you know, so there's, there's just a lot of uh, a lot of crazy, a lot of crazy turns here, uh, you know, uh, for that game on Sunday. And uh, I'm just looking forward to seeing it and looking forward to uh, some smiles and, uh, you know, some reflection. And uh, it'll just be uh, I'm sure it'll be an awesome night on Sunday. Well put, Eddie. You're the best. Thanks, Eddie. All right, guys. Be well. Great talking to you, and uh, we'll look forward to uh, talking to you down the road. Thanks for having me. Safe travels. That is Eddie Olchek. And he's talking about Sunday. And you want to be there? You can be there. Right now, be the sixth caller to the scores contest line, 312-540-0670. Win a pair of tickets to see the Chris Chelios jersey retirement ceremony before the game. Stay for Blackhawks, Red Wings, and Patrick Kane. You might see Jordan. You might see Gretzky. Sunday, 3 o'clock, be there at the United Center. And we've got some breaking news on the score. Breaking news on 6-7 of the score presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Tim Anderson Mm -hmm. has signed a $5 million one-year deal with the Marlins. So Tim Anderson going to play with Jake Berger down How about in that? Miami. How's that? Jake Berger apparently had been communicating with Tim Anderson about this possibility. The estimates that were 
made before this signing was official were lower than that. It's not what he wanted. Certainly not what he thinks he's worth. Right. But it is a prove-it contract, and he's got a lot to prove. And you don't know how much money is guaranteed in that deal either. Who knows? We'll or what he's capable of making with incentives, maybe. Yeah, Who that's knows? That's what I'm asking. Yeah. So we'll find out. But uh, anyway, Tim Anderson, if you're a Sox fan and you're looking for a new team, you can go he's to joining Miami. a good team. <laughs> he's joining a, good, a team that you know has uh, a lot of good young players. Don't care. Mully <laughs> and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 6 7 How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.